Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Because my go-to is Magic Missile. I'm trying to branch out from that a little bit. Magic Missile! (laughs) Shut up, man. Trying not to cast Magic Missile all the time. Magic Missile! Raid on the Library of Secrets begins after our party has sailed clear of the Golden Archipelago accompanied by their strange new companion, the Living Star. Our party soon finds themselves guests of the incredible airborne College of Ether, a school of arcane study held aloft by enchantments and the solid clouds of the Overbright. The school is a place of magical magnificence, arcane innovation, and well-meaning chaos. Floating wizard towers and aerial common areas drift through the open sky, bound together by a tangle of thick ropes and swaying bridges. Far from the eye of intrusive governments or rival schools, this eclectic assemblage of mages is free to pursue the study of magic as they see fit. At its center is the Transcendental Library, a perplexing structure that stores untold secrets. The party will have to earn entrance to this fantastical library, overcome an unexpected assault by the Iron Chain, and unravel the mysteries within to discover the way forward towards the edge of the world. So last time we were together, you guys got into the tower. <coughs> At least I think this was the last time. Yeah, you guys got into the tower. Mercer and Celine had their weird dream experience thing where they learned about the living star. Locked on somehow disappeared, and you guys still have no idea what's happened to him. Traitor! He is not a traitor. <laughs> hey, that's all I can assume at the moment. Esther is worried about her love interest. Esther and Zabak uh, showed up, and in the time that they so. walked in the door and the lights came up, they found Selene and Mercer slumped in the chairs in front of the fireplace asleep, while Selene and Mercer had a full-scale dream of fighting off kobolds and a, uh, an ambush drake and all this craziness. They meet the uh, clockwork library, or not clockwork librarian, clockwork sphinx in this first room. Figure out the puzzle of the room. Get told that he's going to be watching them the whole time that they're here because he's the guardian of the library. Yeah. They come into this room. Mercer breaks an apparatus in an attempt to get his hands on a gem. Two librarians tell all of you to leave, and Mercer goes, No. Boom. (laughs) He wakes up every day and chooses violence. Following with which, you guys make your way into the returns room and into a library area and into this small little back room with all the jars of memory dust. Uh Followed by with which, far elves tried to steal Beryl and nearly killed Selene and Mercer went into a fit of rage that he came out of covered in blood, guts, and everything else after mutilating two of the bodies. Then Esther blew somebody's head off. Yeah, the other far elf. And then a new, uh, fourth far elf actually betrayed his kind to help you guys because he said, I can't kill a living creature such as a living star. I thought this was an artifact. Yeah. 
So you guys now have a far elf helping you. What is our far elf friend's name? Renestale. Oh, that's right. Because he said you can call him Renestale or Ren. And you said, I don't like you using the name Ren. <laughs> I'll just call him Stale. He will slap you. <laughs> Mercer will just sit there and laugh. No, Esther's not like that. And then you said at that point that you were going to hunker down and take an eight-hour rest. Yep. Heal and get our spell slots back. Now, which area of the rooms that you've discovered so far were you going to take your eight-hour rest in? Uh... Because there's not really a spot where the the full extent of the spell can expand. Oh, yeah, we can't right in that room. In the returns room right here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's messy, but we can do it. I mean, it's not like, other than it slows us down, it's not a big deal. And, of course, we get to stop stuff from scattering in that area. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you allowing Renestale to join you guys? Sure. I know Mercer's got his reservations about this guy. Nah, Esther can Esther can tell that he's cool. Oh no, Mercer has an eye on him. Well, so After he just that. saw Far Esther's Elves try like, to yeah. kill Celine, I I I'd be surprised if he wasn't keeping an eye on him. Yeah. Or he he already you know stepped up on the guy anyways. Does Mercer take the time to study the belt? Yes, well, of okay. course, absolutely he does. <laughs> right, so, after after studying the belt for an hour, um, and with a little bit of help from Renestale, he finds out it's called a chain of astral filament. It's a rare, wondrous magical item that does require attunement. And I'll send you a picture of this later. But... Um, Basically, it's a belt that you wear, and once per day, you can replicate the effects of either a levitate or reverse gravity spell, as well as any uh, designated allies within 30 feet. There's no time duration or range uh, limits for the spells, but once the effect is ended, it can't be used again until the chain has been returned to the astral plane to recharge for at least an hour. So I, as of this exact moment, I had a one-shot use. Yeah. If only you knew who can go to the astral plane. I know. I do now. <laughs> Bro, you knew before. Mercer forgot there were things happening. Well, So yeah. Mercer didn't forget Jack Deadly Squat. James forgot. <laughs> hey, Mercer forgot too. You flat out said, no, it's not my robe, so I forgot about it. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm still laughing at that. That, When that episode came out, by the end of the week, we had gained about 15 new listeners because everybody thought that was... I actually wrote in the description, yes, James actually got up and walked away from the table for a minute. I needed needed a moment. (laughs) I really did. I'm so sorry. That's what I, now, now <laughs> I gotta, sorry. I, I do need to ask you, for the record, did you actually go through the kitchen, through the living room, out to your foyer just to grab a drink and take a minute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've never hit a woman, but I'm looking at your wife. She's a good punching bag. Nah. 
Nah, it was just one of those moments of where, like, just just the magnitude of what it was, what it could do, what we're trying to accomplish, and then it just, like, right time, wrong place. <laughs> and it's just like, well, it's like, freaking kidding me. <laughs> it was too easy. So I'm like, no, that's not gonna, uh-uh. That's not gonna help us with the star. <sighs> So you guys take your eight-hour-long rest. Um, at the end of that eight hours, you wake up. Everything still is as it is. And you guys are now in a position where it's time to move forward, but you're not entirely sure what to do. And actually, before we keep going, before I forget... I got an email as a subscriber for Dungeon in a Box a few days ago. At the start of 2023, they are going to continue printing out Voyage of the Fallen Star as a continuation from where this current series ends, which means your guys' characters pick up where you left off at the end of Book 13. That's nice. And if I understood it correctly, the second half of the adventure takes you up to, I believe, level 20, or very, very close to level 20, which I'm excited for. Yeah. I only know about one particular NPC that is going to be in the next series, but I'm not going to give away any spoilers. I'm just... It's Lux, who's permanently blue. Yes! Mm. <laughs> what? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. You are absolutely hellbound on turning lights. Oh, I'm I'm dead set. That is that is that is what my you stay off the table. No. Um no, I absolutely that is what Mercer is going to use his wish for. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> Ever since she cursed him, he he has he now has a vendetta. It's like, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. Um. No, she's so happy to keep Also, while I'm thinking about it, what's the highest level spell that Mercer can cast right now? Uh, second level. Second level. And what level scroll are your fireball and thunderstep spells? Uh, third. Okay. So those scrolls, you're actually supposed to be making a skill check on to try to cast. If the spell is on your class's spell list, but of a higher level than you can normally cast, you have to make an ability check using your spell casting ability to determine whether you can cast it successfully. Alright, that works. Um, <clears throat> I read that earlier and I, I need to remind myself of that. The other thing I wanted to remind you of is your Mercer's boots mm -hmm. have something written at the end of the definition about needing to be having been in the spot that he teleports to during the current turn. I didn't quite understand what that meant, so I wanted to ask you about it real quick. If I can find it, I'll, I'll read it to you here real quick. Infusions. Here they are. Um, while wearing the boots, a creature can teleport up to 15 feet as a bonus action to an unoccupied space that they can see. Oh, yeah. The creature must have occupied that space at some point during the current turn. Oops. My bad. I don't know what that means. So basically what it's saying is, so during our lovely little encounter in the dream, 
technically what I was doing I couldn't do because I didn't I never occupied any of those spaces. Oh, on the opposite side. On of the, the opposite fire side of the fire. So technically, I could not have done that. Well, here's the upside. It was a dream. The unexpected can happen in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> so. But okay. You a little traitor. What happened to coming over here and giving me all the snuggles? <sighs> Alright. So you guys have woken up. Maybe I'll get lucky and get a better pair of boots. Well, I chose to wear a black t-shirt and cuddle a cat, so <laughs> it, that's on me. Yeah, luckily, we have a washer and dryer. Oh, I know. Um, do you guys come back into this room, then? Yeah, we're going to have to, because we have to try to find our next path. Alright. So you've already come in here once, which is how you found this room back here. Yep. Um, past that, you guys haven't done anything else. I will read to you again I'm, what, how the room is uh, described. Uh, let's see here. Main wall. Okay. So the walls of this room... Let me take these off. The walls of this room stretch up to 80 feet to a lattice ceiling. The immense bookshelves that fill the room each go up 40 feet with sliding ladders to access the upper shelves. The shelves appear organized, but upon closer inspection, the order is haphazard and incomplete. Statues of great scholars and mages decorate the corners of the room throughout the left. Oh, Statues of great scholars and mages decorate the corners of the room. Through the lattice work, a perplexing jumble of upside-down rooms can be seen, but not reached, as if the library was magically folded over in on itself. So that's what you see right now. Um, that's not the right page. Uh, up here, there it is, in this spot right here, you see a, uh, a door that has a, uh, a golden handle and resembles an imp's mischievous face, but it seems to have been installed upside down. Oh, that's weird. Mercer's gonna check it for traps. Alright, so he comes over to here. That's a natural 20. Alright, so, before we go on with that, what's everybody else doing? Mm. Is Celine going with Mercer? Yeah, she'll stay, she'll stay close to him. Yeah, Esther and Zabak are just going to follow, because, like, what else are we going to do in here? Okay. So you guys get right here. Barrel's obviously with Esther. Renestale's <coughs> keeping his distance just because he doesn't want to get his butt kicked. Alright, so you checked it for traps with a natural 20. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened? The, with the with all the different types of traps that Mercer is familiar with, he doesn't pick up on any traps. Okay, he reaches into his pocket, and he is solely focused on the imp handle, mind you. Okay. And he's going to kind of like have, you know, shield his eyes at the same time. Detect magic. Um, okay, so you remember how I described Correct. the magics you were seeing before? Because of how that magic is there's no way to be able to focus on any one specific thing. Okay. It's just, there's just too much magic in, 
integrated into the building and it's blended so deeply that you can't pinpoint any one particular. Okay. Um, right, so he, he stops that really quick. Um, he goes, well, staying back. And he steps off to the side. Which side? Over here? Uh, I assume I, I can't go the other way. It looks like there's a pillar yeah, there. Yeah, that's where one of those statues is at. What statues? I told you in all four corners of the room, there are statues resembling great scholars. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. Um, he tells everyone who's behind him in a line, uh, you might want to move. Does everybody oh, get out of the way? Yeah, we move. Man, don't kill me. I'm too young to die. And why, you're, why you're warned to move. Yeah, I'm too young and sexy to die. I'm and so he's sexy. going to reach over mm-hmm. and try to trigger the handle. Try to turn the handle? Turn it, pull it, push it. Um, twist it. Because you said it was. It looked like it was installed upside down. So mm-hmm. at the same time, Mercer thinks that it needs to be right-sided. Okay, so picture this. Do you know what an annulus is? Not off the top of my head. Okay. You know how on some people's doors they have that knocker thing, so it looks like a lion's mouth with a ring on it? Yep. Imagine that, but for an annulus, you take the ring and you turn that entire little Mm -hmm. wall statue thing, and it turns like 180 degrees. Yeah. That's how this is, but the imp's face is upside down, and the ring would go through its nose, so it's hanging above its head. Yep. So is Mercer basically grabbing it with both hands? From the side, and yeah. Turning it, flipping yep. it up. So that way he's not directly in line of sight with it. Alright, so. Well, not line of sight, but he's not right in line with it. Yeah. So he turns the handle, the door opens, just like a swinging door, mm-hmm. and he sees a stone wall with letters written upside down that say, Consider a new perspective. So. Mercer shuts the door. Give me a perception check. And Celine can give me one too because she's standing right there. Okay. Another natural 20 for Mercer. Nice. Uh, And Celine's going to get a, I believe it's a 14. Okay. So he's being dead set focused on the door. I almost wouldn't have noticed it, but you rolled a natural 20. Mm hmm. As. You see something out of the corner of your eye, and you notice one of the uh, the statue right here. Yeah. Starts to move. Dang it. Okay, I don't like that. We're gonna need to move the statue. What is this labyrinth? Basically. Man, as long as creepy red muppets aren't gonna pop their heads off and dance around with them. Starts to move, and in a deep bellowing voice goes, "Not permitted." Initiative. Bro, you made him mad! Why'd you make him mad? That's what Mercer does. Uh, why are you like Are you this? kidding me? <laughs> that was a third one. What happened? What Gas happened? station's down the road, buddy. Bro, I do. You're all tight? <laughs> yeah. Frick, man. Why? Why? Oh gosh. So so this this is this is the end of my, my luck for tonight. So <laughs> Don't true. don't expect anything good out of me anymore. Sure, it's all man. on you. Dude, but, but, no. Okay. It's so, all on you. 
Last yeah. session, before you showed up, he rolled two 20s back to back while rolling both D20s, and he goes, that's not going to happen for the rest of the night. <laughs> Much oh, like where I work right now. I have never rolled. If it's slow, and anybody mentions that or says something along the lines of, I hope we stay slow, we're doomed. Yep, we're doomed. It manifests busyness in itself. Oh, so... Esther's a back, you better bring your A-plus game, because Mercer's going to start tanking it. Man, get good. Well, you guys are lucky. So. I did get good, and now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Fair. negatives can't be applied to uh, your markers, initiative guys? when yeah. you uh, roll as low as possible. Technically, he rolled a zero for initiative. <laughs> okay, so Bigger what did Zabak get? Yes. What did Zabak get? Thank you. Zabak got a 21. Celine got a uh, 17. Mercer, 23. Esther? 11. <laughs> and. Where the heck is. His information. There he is. Do better, Ryan. Do better? Mm -hmm. Alright, so it's gonna go. Jeez. Er, Sitting here about ready to say the wrong name all over again. It's gonna be Mercer, then Zabak, then Renestale, then Celine. Esther and going dead last is the NPC himself. Nice. So Mercer, what do you do? Uh, he's going to take his, uh, or he's going to create his force cannon as a as an action, and then as a bonus action, he's going to attempt to blast him. All right. What'd you roll? Oh my. Told you. Told you. That's bad. So, it's going to be a, a total of 12 with a 3 on the d20. You're literally right in front of this guy, and somehow you went... Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. It could be worse. I forgot, because I'm, I'm, in, I'm in melee combat. Did you roll a 1? Not the same. It's, it's still the lower number. It's still, it's still 12. But the other dice was a 20 again. Why, why did you have to roll again? Because I'm doing a ranged attack in melee combat. Oh, so at disadvantage. Yes, so 12. That's going to be a miss. That's going to be a miss. And then, um, yeah, that's, that's what we're doing at the moment. All right. Um, it's Zabak's turn. Alright, you little shit. She's gonna charge on up there and just start swinging. Right. She's unfortunately not enraged by this turn of events because we haven't had an eight hour rest, have we? Yep, yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay. That was yeah. the first thing I told you guys. So she moves right up to here. Mm -hmm. She is enraged by this turn of events. Um, 
recklessly attacking with her big old Jabba friend. Okay. Good thing, too, because that was a crap roll. Uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, money. What's she swinging with? The jawbone. Okay. The indestructible jawbone. <laughs> 18 points of damage. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Um, plus six, eight. That's going to be uh, 24 points of damage. Hold up this guy. Thanks for getting his attention. So, ten of which are shock. How much damage in total? Twenty-four. Six of that was shock. Okay. All right. And for her second attack. Okay. Oh yeah, buddy. Twenty-six to hit. That's definitely a hit. Oh, not as good this time. 10 shock plus another um, 11. Yeah, so 21 points. Wow. Mm-hmm. Talk about being a heavy hitter, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now dang time. It's now Renestale's turn. He comes up to here. Come on, man. You gotta get in here. Help. Oh, he... Yeah, he's... He's definitely willing to help. So he comes right over to here and kind of... He's not standing on the bookshelf, but he's, like, leaned up against the bookshelf so he has a more clear line of sight of this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And attempts to chuck one of his daggers. Yeah. Stop, stop. And at that, he also goes, Hey, uh, uh, Mercer, whatever your name is, if you still have any of those daggers, they're more useful to me than they will be to you. Mercer responds back, but they sell for a very pretty penny. As you see one of the daggers come by and just fly between you and the clay golem and then go back, and he goes, Yeah, but they're more effective in my hands. Give him the daggers! He Swallow your pride for um, once, boy. He, he missed. He missed with the first throw. Then he takes it and chucks it again. Sure doesn't look all that effective. Hey, no, you've missed before. That's a 21. Ah, uh, there you go. Yep, he hits it. And hey, he wants to smart off, I'll smart off back. That's how it works. Dude. You see the dagger hit the side of this statue's head for max damage, seven points. And then you see the dagger dislodge itself from the statue and fly back to his hand oh, again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Esther's here for it. And it is now Celine's turn. Uh... This thing is quite tall, correct? Um, it is considered a large concept. Okay, yeah. So she can easily blast this thing. Oh, sure. Over Mercer's head without even hitting him. Mm-hmm. Do it. Um, <clears throat> actually, no, I, wait, I'm sorry. I take that back. She 
Well, yeah, she can. She, um, she is going to move back 15 feet because she is currently tiny. Oh, yeah. She's not... Remember, I said that those changes were strictly cosmetic, Correct. not statistic. Correct, so but she, she still looks, looks tiny. She looks tiny. She's still a medium character. Correct. Oh, yeah. And but she has... Like, no. Again, she's... This just happened. It's not like they've really got a chance to really flush out what's going on yet. What? I mean, it's only been eight hours and they slept. So it's like basically it happened and then they slept. I could argue that because it was willingly done, the knowledge behind the effect would have gone with. Just like how somebody attunes with a magic item. And then she's going to do uh, Raxus's Chaos Bolt. Nice. Um, because of how far along we've gotten into the game and everything, I'm gonna st- I'm going to need to start knowing how much of different types of damage you're doing, that's rather fine. than just the total damage. That's well, that, that's that's why I ask. Uh-huh. That's what I've been doing. So first bolt. Yeah, I just wanted to make. A- is a twenty-one to attack. That's a hit. Second bolt is a eleven, so that misses. And third one is a. Uh, 26. The second one will hit as well. So, three. Or, I mean, two hits. The third. Okay. So, determines damage. Okay. So, that's a two. So, two is cold. So, six points. Uh, actually, I think that. No, it's, it's, it's all. Hold on. 2d8 plus 1d6 cheese. Did I determine the attack? Okay, no, so this is just, it's all cold, is is how this first ray hits. Mm-hmm. So that is 12 points cold damage. Nice. And then the second one is 10 points fire damage. <laughs> oh, wow. Righteous. Is that 10 points? Yep. Okay. Did any of those look like they did more or less? No, but it does uh, look like it really... Somehow, with the body language and movement and everything, it looked like it thoroughly angered the construct. Sweet. Okay. She still has 15 15 feet of movement. She darts 15 feet into the bookshelves. Esther's turn. All right, man. She's uh, going to cautiously think of something to do. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, part. How, how do yeah. you not know this? You know. You had how much time to think about it? Because my go-to is Magic Missile. I'm trying to branch out from that a little bit. Okay. But Magic Missile! <laughs> Shut up, man. Trying not to cast magic missile all the time. Magic missile. Mind sliver. Mind sliver. Because she suspects that it might be a mindless automaton, and if she can get, make a disadvantage to it, then she's going to be happy. Okay. So, remember how this work, This one works, right? The can, this cantrip? It's uh, some sort of a saving throw, and if he fails, it does. Next attack, it has disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So okay, does it take any damage? Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's not disadvantage. It's uh, It takes a d4 against its save. 
Yep, yep. Okay. So what's the saving throw okay. she's gonna make? Uh, she's got to make... Is it to see uh, intelligence saving throw? I don't remember what the number is supposed to be, though. You guys told me, like, every time. It's I thought it's you wrote it down. I thought it's I did, It's supposed too. to be written. This is... That's Esther. Where's your... Or that was the back. This is Esther. Okay, where's your list of spells? Where's the page that should have the spells written on it? Right here, man. Okay. So write it down somewhere. Your character spell save DC is going to be 8 plus your proficiency plus your charisma modifier. Where's my... I was looking for the other pencil. Okay. Spell save DC... You don't have the page that has a spot for your spell save DC or your attack thing. So All you're just right. going to need to write it down somewhere where you're going to see it. Spell attack for rolling to attack with a spell is eight plus your. Uh, isn't it? Go back to the spell save DC. Eight plus your proficiency plus your charisma modifier because you're a sorcerer. Okay. I believe the uh, to attack isn't it just your proficiency plus your ability modifier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't need for. This particular one. Not this spell, no, but if you were yeah. to cast like Firebolt or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So he needs to make a what saving throw? He needs to make an intelligence saving throw. Uh, it's going to be a 11. Uh, he's not going to make that. Okay. So how much damage does he take? Or what all happens? I so, should ask. okay, he's going to take a d4 of damage. 2d4. 2d4? Oh, sweet. Because you are level 6. Nice. 5 went up. So, 5 points of damage. And he has to subtract a d4 from the next saving throw it makes before the end of their next turn. Okay. So, the after effect of the spell affects him. The damage doesn't do anything. I knew it wouldn't, man. He's mindless. But I've made him have a disadvantage, so that's what I want. Okay. It's his turn. Um, Mercer shot and missed with the force cannon. Mm-hmm. So back hit it twice with the sword. So yes, you did. it's going to attempt to hit the back. No, man. Well, the only other person hit was like, huh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gone. Pew, pew, gone. And run away. Yeah. That was probably a bad idea. Okay, so you see stone plates kind of appear on, like, armor on his body. Oh. And okay. then he makes two swings at you. Nah, buddy, come on. So 24, so that's hidden. Y- yeah. And that's a 23, so that's hitting. Um, I'm going to give you the damage, but then I'm also going to need you to give me uh, saving throws. Uh, 
for Three. each hit. What? Wait, 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 wait. I take damage. Oh, okay. Never mind. Go on. Each time he hit you, you have to make a saving throw and okay. you take damage okay. for him. So I for the first it. hit. Oh, oh man. The back's going down. That's 17 points bludgeoning. Oh, shit. Dude. I'm going to write this down. Buddy. Buddy. Come on. You're raging. Uh, yeah, but he had advantage on that attack because... Yeah, you still take half damage. I know. Okay, so, oh, half of the 17 is 8. Wait, he had it. That's right, you swung recklessly. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you're going to hit me either way. Are you going to roll for a crit? I'm going to see if I get a crit. Yeah. No. And no. Okay. Ha! And then the second one... 14 more points. Oh my god. And I need two con saving throws. Hold on. And two con saving throws? Mm-hmm. First con saving throw? Oh no, that's a one. Okay. And then I need a second con saving throw. Uh, I mean, technically it was a five, but the Still. other one's going to be a 16. A 16? Yes. Failed one of them, and because you failed the first one, your maximum hit dice total is reduced by 17 points. Forever? For now. So, wait, what is that? It what? means the max amount of... First, your maximum hit dice goes down by 17. Okay. So whatever your max hit dice is... I assume you didn't write down your max hit dice. I think I have it. I don't know what that does for me. Your max hit dice is whatever your full hit points are right now. Yes. So if you get healed, you cap out at 17 less. Oh. So, so not good. Shit. What what's the what is your max hit points? 70. So 70? I lost. So you got to subtract 17 from that. So 53. That's some crap. And um that's his turn for the moment. So yes. back up to Mercer. At this point, Mercer, with, with what he just saw happen, he's Help. like, peace out, disengage. <laughs> disengage and run away. Disengage. 5, 10, 15, 20. Right here. Okay. So he moves 20 for the moment. Ah, yeah, check it. And he's going to remember, kids in the other room. Uh, bonus action. Uh, you can cannon. still use a bonus ca- Yeah, because it's my action to disengage. Oh, bonus okay. action, blast the guy. My. Which is going to be a uh, 25 to hit. That's going to hit. And he takes 14 points force damage, and he's knocked back into the wall. Oof. So, right where he's at. Yep. And then Mercer goes, whoop! Tucks into the bookshelves. Alright, no more reckless attacks for this portal. Okay. Um, so that's Mercer. It's now Zabak's turn. Alright. I mean, there's nothing she can do about our hit points being reduced. So, nope. first attack. Ooh, 15 to hit? That's a miss. Frick. And second attack? That's gonna be a 19 to hit. That hits. Heck yes, it does. Hit him hard and make him cry. 
25 points of damage. I forgot to add the plus two to my last attacks. Because <laughs> I'm raging. Alright. Uh, and I don't. Was that the first attack? Or that, was, that... that was the second attack. It was okay. the first miss. Alright. Six of those were shot. Okay. Um, it's Renestale's turn again. Get it. Uh, da, 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 da. He's going to try to chuck two more daggers. Ooh. And both of the daggers hit him, but they hit those stone plates that appeared, so they don't do anything. It's just ting, ting, and then come back to him. He's like... Come on, really? Come on, man, I thought you could hang. Esther kind of squeezed I him. hit him, but what the heck did he put on himself? Uh, I'm no expert, Can, can, can Mercer armor. make a, since he, he saw it happen, can he make a quick arcana check? Mercer didn't see it happen. He's in between the bookshelves. Those things no, are 40 feet the, tall. The stone skins. Because I can hear him tink, oh, and I can hear him oh, complaining oh, about it. Okay. Can you do a what? Can I do a quick ar- arcana check to see if I know the spell? Um, you can try an arcana check. You could probably get away better with a nature check. Mm. Do arcana. Okay. It's Mercer. Uh, yeah, that's going to be. Should've done that nature check, huh? <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna be an eleven. Oh. oh yeah, you okay. don't have a clue what the heck he just did. <laughs> Like I said, a nature check would have been better. Oh my lord. Not unless a four gets it. Yeah! Does a four get it? Doubtful. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the four if the nature gets it. Mercer's not wise. No. Oh, we've known. He's smart. He's just not wise. We, we know he's not wise. We've yeah. seen him not be wise on multiple occasions. You need to leave. Nope. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That, that would have been a three. <laughs> On, on <laughs> that instead. I, I apologize. Uh, it's Celine's turn. Celine's gonna uh, pop back out. I'm gonna go steal another burger patty. She's, she's basically she's going to pop around the bookcase real quick, reach over and go pew pew pew, pew, pew. and then back in. What is she attacking with? Raxus's. Oh, the Chaos Bolt Barrage yeah. again? Okay. So, missile one. Gosh dang it, that's a 12. Missile two. There we go. That's better. That's going to be a 23. And the missile... Nope. Only one hits. Oh, wow. That was poop. Okay. So that's a three. That would be fire again. So... 15 points of fire damage. Oof. Ouch. Esther's turn. What is Esther going to do? Um, Esther doesn't know. Yes, she does. <laughs> Magic missile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm a one-trick pony, you guys. One trick. It's all that matters. Yeah, buddy. Maybe. She turns tricks. 
Shut up. <laughs> that was inappropriate. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> it's real work, man. Helping your case here. Hey man. Hey man. <laughs> hey man, she's done worse for less. What is she doing? She's gonna do magic missing <coughs> balls. You don't need those anymore. Okay, wait. You shatter this thing to pieces. Ah! Hey, man. As soon as you see all the pieces scatter everywhere, yeah, buddy. They instantly reform back into the the statue. Oh. Just places itself back in the corner and just—it's a statue again. Oh, thank God, Mercer! Don't touch it. Well, we gotta get through the door. Okay, but like we gotta figure out something else to do, man. If nobody wants that last burger patty, I am going to kill it off. Well, then, okay. Go get it. I, I don't want it. Okay. Well, what are you guys going to do now? Man. The uh, max hit point reduction that Zabak took, yeah. as far as you know, is permanent. Oh, man. That's no good. Um, Mercer thinks he needs to stand upside down. Yeah. And turn the doorknob. Okay. So Esther's gonna walk. <laughs> Esther wants to walk in next to you, but backwards. So, Mercer basically he he uses the door for leverage. Well, the, not the door, but the the wall for leverage. Okay. So he's upside down on his hands. Esther's cackling. Okay. She wishes there so, were a way to preserve this memory. Just so I understand this, he's going to do a handstand off the floor. Yep. Yeah. So now he's the right perspective to the doorknob. So the doorknob is about midway. How tall is Mercer? Three foot. Okay, so if he does a handstand, his feet are probably right about here. Yeah, that's why his Esther's feet, gonna help him. His feet open can the get door. to the get to the thing. No, Esther will help you open the door. She's gonna walk in backwards next to you. So she's like reaching behind her. Well, if you're if you're gonna try to do the doorknob backwards, then Mercer isn't doing the handstand. No, we can do it at the same time. That's whoever turns the doorknob. Oh, never mind. All right, have fun with that, buddy. <laughs> so, with his feet, he grabs the doorknob. Okay. And he attempts to... Turn and rotate it? Mm-hmm. And so he's now right side up. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say he needs to make a deck save, but he basically falls back down onto the floor away from the door as the door swings open again. Mm -hmm. and there's still that stone wall with that writing written upside down. Uh, after that, the door shuts. You guys hear what sounds like storm clouds and oh, I need no. dexterity saving throws from everybody. Oh, oh no. Please no. Not bad for Mercer. Yeah. Not bad for sleep. Renna still made it. 
What'd you guys get? Uh, Mercer's going to get a 17, and Celine is going to get a dirty 20. Yeah. Zabat gets a 15, and Esther also gets a dirty 20. So everybody made it. Yeah! So they only take half damage as paper safe acid rain drops everywhere. Ah! Dang it, Mercer! And everybody takes nine points acid damage. Ah! Yeah, that's already halved. And then, since Mercer is the one standing right here in front of the door, did Zabak move or anything? Mm. Or did she stay right there? She was just watching them from right there, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, shit. Zabak and Mercer can then give me perception checks. Okay. Ooh. Maybe I'm going uh, to see no. no. What did Zabak get? 13. 13. That is enough. What did Mercer get? Mercer got a, I believe it was a three. So he's just yep. dead set focused on that door. Zabak notices the acid rain mm-hmm. dropping on that statue. Mm-hmm. And everywhere where a drop of statue or a drop of acid hits the statue, one of the little cracks from it bursting repairs itself. Uh, guys, Zabak relays this information. What the hell is that supposed to mean? So the statue that was put back together by itself still has cracks in it? Yeah, it's like putting together a puzzle. You could still see all the lines and everything. When the acid rain came down, whenever acid hit the statue, wherever it hit, those cracks started to reseal themselves. Mercer firebolts the statue. Oh, no. No, don't make him angry! Firebolts the statue? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a twenty. Buddy, uh, come on. Twenty. See, that'd be a twenty-seven to hit. Okay. Buddy. How? I don't want this thing coming back together. Dude, you're just gonna make it mad. Twenty-two points of damage. I gotta force him around it. As soon as he does that, I need a wisdom saving throw. Is this magic? Mm Mm-hmm. That's going to be a 16. You just barely make it as some sort of weird humming starts to radiate around the whole room. No, man. And you see, it's not a bolt of lightning, Mm -hmm. but some sort of arcane energy reverberates from around the room and strikes the spot right next to Mercer. It looks like a lightning bolt, but you can tell it's arcane energy that came from the room itself. Oh, man, they don't like that. But I don't like this actually coming back to life on me either. I mean... So does it look like it took the damage, though? So mm-hmm. it's it's now cracked again? Yep. Okay, do we just destroy the statue, then? No, I think there's gonna... There's something else, I just don't know. I, wasn't I don't know at this moment. As a little bit of a piece of help, I will tell you that the second time Mercer tried to open the door, he was very close to opening it correctly. Backwards and upside down! Try it. Do it. And 
Don't let it swing into the room. Pull it out of the room. I don't think I have a choice. Oh. The door only swings one way. Oh. <coughs> so Mercer's going to attempt to do that. So a handstand, but with his back to the door? Yep. <laughs> and try to open the door up? And try. Okay. I'm not good at puzzles, so... He opens the door up again. It shuts again. Um, Mercer, this time by himself, needs to give me a wisdom saving throw. Mm. Magic? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a 12. That is a fail. Do you recall uh, being when you guys were first in this room, that ominous ticking that the clockwork sphinx was giving off? Oh, no. You start yeah. to hear that. And it incites um, the frightened state within um, Mercer <laughs> for the next hour because of anxiety-inducing ticking. Oh no, man! Which is just actually natural for Mike, for myself. So not only is it my character, it's me. I can't stand the repetitive ticking sound. That drives me nuts. Mysterious I actually, ironically enough, at work. Uh, the lady that I share an office with, she had a, a, a clock that ticked and she came into work the, like, it was the first day, like I, I was working in the office. Um, it was just going off. So I put headphones in so I could drown it out. And then the next day she came into work cause she was on vacation the previous day. And I'm just like, do you not just hear that ticking? Like it just constantly tick, 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 tick from the clock. And the next, she, she, that night she took it home for me. <laughs> it, I, I will say, this is kind of strange. That was very nice. Because, you remember when we first bought our house and then I invited all you guys over and everything? Mm-hmm. I have a clock on the wall in the corner of that room that does that, and I'm surprised you didn't notice it. As long as I'm kind of like focused on kind of things around me, and normally mm-hmm. I can, I don't realize it, but if it's just like silent or, you know, I'm not really focused on something, I hear it, drives me just... Tell me Back you're crazy. neurodivergent without telling me you're neurodivergent. <laughs> Drives me just up the wall. Um, so yeah, you just see Mercer just kind of like pacing around the room just like, Stop the chicken! <laughs> Uh, well, that's going to be going happens. on for an hour. Does everybody wait an hour until that wears off? Or does somebody else try to figure out a way to get this door? Esther's like, man, this is some crap. She walks up to the door. Okay. Upside down is good. Backwards is good. Inside out? No, that would probably hurt too much. <laughs> Reveal to me your secrets! Right, Ooh, you give- say that? Yeah. Celine stands near the door mm-hmm. and, and casts uh, Ash of Time. Do Ash what? of time? Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> What's that do? Basically, she throws some ash up, and the ash forms images and stuff that play out a scene. Mm. So, what is the range of that spell? Uh, not, not the range as in how far away can you cast it, but like... Does it give a certain range as much as like an area it affects? Hold on. 
downside to having <coughs> nine million. Excuse me, oh my gosh. Photos. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Why not just put that one single photo in its own window up in the corner or something? Because they're all sharing the same spot at the moment. Uh, so it's self 30 foot radius. 30, okay. So a radius, not a bubble. Well, it's still, it's, it's 30 in all foot. directions, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you guys have gone through enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to give this one to you at this point. So she starts to see some sort of androgynous looking figure about the same height as what she used to be before Beryl's effect went off. Mm-hmm. And you see them walk up to the door, do something that allows them to levitate off the ground and flip upside down and move what? to where they are higher up than the handle itself. What? Grab the handle, turn it, and the door just opens up. Can <laughs> we all see this? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Esther's like, are you kidding me? Levitate. Go get it. As mer- as you just hear, stop the dicking. Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> Mercer's so, Mercer just ranting and raving at this moment oh until that God. hour goes away. Oh Lord. So I'm so, so bad of his misery. So Esther does the thing. So she goes up to it, casts levitate, Grabs it, flips herself upside down, and yep. pushes her out, yep, herself yep. up higher. Yep. Clink, chink. And so the rooms that you guys saw up above you that are upside down mm-hmm. on the opposite side of the lattice work, as soon as you open the, turn the handle before the door opens, mm-hmm. you see all those rooms like start to move away as if they're folding outward. Basically, the oh, next like part of the uh, the area is literally unfolding itself. Bro. As now all you're seeing is the lattice work followed by stone ceilings. Bro. I just now realized I don't have any of the miniatures in magnet holders. Oh, no. How dare you. I'm going to also turn this map so it covers... So where are we ending up? You guys will be... This is the door right here. Okay, so we're going in there. Yeah, so Esther was right here. The back, I assume, stayed right here. Yeah. With barrel. That's not Renestale. This is... Yeah. And where is Mercer at? Mercer probably at this point is probably uh, about midway there. Just Right kind of, here, just yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Stop this ticking! Stop the ticking! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my lord. Um, i trying to think, is there anything else that that ticking actually does? Well, he's under the frightened effect, so... I can't get closer to whatever caused it. 
Well, the entire library caused it, so unless it vacates you from the library. <laughs> <laughs> Teleported out of library. Bye, you are gone. What? Um, As the words of my kids. Oh, here's the other half. Yeet! <laughs> I love the word yeet. I hate it. A frightened creature has, disabil- has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. So it's mm. everywhere, which means for the next hour you're going to have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls in general. So i got to try to keep up with how much time has gone by. Oh, Lord. Is this at a timer for an hour? Well, the spell, my spell alone takes ten minutes, so at least probably fifteen. Oh, the ashes of time thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so does Esther walk into the next room? Heck yeah. First? She's like, whoa, let's do this. She's psyched. Okay, so she walks it. through this door and right away starts to see all sorts of alchemical stuff all up and down mm. this hallway. Hey! Along with a cauldron down at the end of the hallway that has a purple liquid that's bubbling. Celine, look at this. She, Mercer, you too. I assume everybody follows. Yeah. Her. Exactly, you're going. As soon as Mercer gets into the room, the first thing that's going to happen is he's just going to start going from table to table to table to table to table. All right, let me uh, oh, let me get to that page, and I will read to you what. Because as soon as he sees alchemical stuff, he's like, "Ooh, what's this? And this? And that? And that? And this?" I have to run, y'all. And that was reported. Alright, let me go ahead and read this to you real quick. As you come into this area, the unmistakable stench of sulfur and pickled rat tail permeates this long chamber. A bubbling cauldron contains bright purple liquid. The bookcases in the room are jammed, jammed, with books on alchemy and reagents. Now you right off the bat said Mercer starts searching table after table after table. So he finds... Of course, it's max. Roll four flasks of alchemist fire. Nice. A vial of sovereign glue. <laughs> and a vial of universal solvent. Dang. So, while Mercer is doing that, I'm going to move you up to this point. Because you're, you've searched all the tables, you just haven't gotten up to this one yet. I will tell you now, Mercer intentionally puts the uh, sovereign glue mm-hmm. in like the little special part in his bag like label Lux <laughs> oh gosh oh, okay now, now I gotta ask out of game what the heck does Sovereign Glue actually do it's a permanent adhesive oh no a permanent adhesive and yeah. the only way that it can be removed is with the universal solvent or That's a legendary item. Yes, it is. This viscous, milky white substance can form a permanent adhesive bond between any two objects. Not necessarily creatures. It must be stored in a jar. Oh, no, it can be used on creatures. Oh, yeah. 
that has been coated inside with an with oil of slipperiness. Mm-hmm. When found, a container contains one d six plus one ounces. So I need to roll for that then too, because you just found it. Five ounces. <laughs> oh my God! One ounce of the glue can cover one square foot surface. Glue takes one minute to set. Once it has done so, the bond it creates can be broken only by the application of a universal solvent or an oil of etherealness or with a wish spell. How many square feet is your ass? We don't need to know. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You monster. Psychological warfare at its finest. <sighs> Lux's mouth. Catapult. Oh, I thought you were going to glue yourself to her. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Not, not only do I seal her mouth shut permanently. <laughs> the misogyny. Yes! Oh, man. <laughs> Victory is mine! Okay, Siri. Granted, this is all being um, devised under the thought and influence of the fact that Mercer doesn't actually know just how powerful Lux really is. You're gonna die. You're, this is not gonna go well for you. You're gonna die. But that being said, he's so bent and focused on his revenge that he's not thinking about that right now, I assume. <sighs> nope. <laughs> Idiot. But the fact of, if I can pull it off, it will be very, very bad. <laughs> because if I am able to glue her mouth shut. She can no longer cast spells because she no longer can do verbal spells. Hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got. So any magic that she could do. This is the bag of holding all over again. That's only gonna work once yeah, with so. the same DM. He's not gonna let you do this again. In conjunction with that, and then the uh, wishing her permanently blue with the uh, vandalism of courtesy of Mercer. Or wishing yourself not blue anymore. <laughs> oh, I am. I am taking the blue that was on me you're wishing your blueness upon her. And permanently sealing it to her. With the words emblazoned on her chest that says, courtesy of Mercer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Mercer's gonna die a miserable, miserable death. Yeah. But he's, he's gonna, gonna go in a blaze of glory. Well, I mean, yeah. There's gonna be a book produced someday. How to Die, written by M E R C E. <laughs> Chapter One Jump Off Cliff. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, abs- no, absolutely. He does. He intentionally tucks it away into a special little pocket that he's somehow engraved Lux on it. Oh, gosh. Both the. Uh... Insane. Oh, no, no. No, he. You want to know? You want to know how bad this is? Like he puts the solvent on the opposite side of the bag that says, "Only in case of something stupid happening to Mercer." 
Only in case of something stupid happening to Mercer. So, anything at any given time. (laughs) Peace! My plan is coming to fruition. I actually had an artist who wanted to create um, versions of our characters with our faces. He said, the one catch was, I need you to take clear pictures of all the players' faces. And I'm like, okay, we're out. Because I already have at least one player that won't let me take his picture. <laughs> nope. Yep. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> I, I tried to avoid the camera like the plague. Now, while Mercer is searching the table and getting all of the different potions and everything, what is... We're just going to do this in order by how you guys are right now. What is Esther doing? Esther is carefully looking around and poking into drawers and stuff. Can she, can she find something cool, maybe? Um, she's not going to find anything other than what Mercer found. At least nothing that's out of the ordinary useful. I rolled a five. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we come to Celine. What is Celine doing? She's going to rummage through the books. Yeah, like, are they recipes? Um, they are, but they're all very far more advanced than what she would ever be aware of. That's, that's fine. She generally knows, she's looking for anything that's, uh, that says something about healing in nature, Mm -hmm. and or explosive in nature, because she knows that Mercer isn't going to leave this room until he's scavenged all the books. Alright, so I'm going to do... I'm going to roll you a percentile die. Just because she knows Mercer can deal with the stuff. Right. If I get, Daddy, we're going to say, a, 60, yeah, a 65 or above, mm-hmm. we'll say she finds something useful and I'll tell you what it is. A straight, flat 50. Mm-hmm. Worst shot. Literally a 0 and 50. <laughs> yep. Alright, and then finally we come to the back. Zabak's just keeping an eye out. She's not she she's uninterested in the magical stuff because, you know, smash. So what, standing Giggity. like here? Mm-hmm. At the doorway, keeping mm-hmm. guard. Yep. Being aware. Right. Barrel, despite all the space to be able to move around, stays with uh Zabak. And Renestale is literally back in the corner, keeping his hands in open view and just sitting there letting you guys do your oh, thing. Oh no, he better be Oh, yeah, Zerbak will be between him and the party. Yeah, no, he's vividly making a point of two strict things. One, keeping himself in a position where it doesn't look like he's doing anything suspicious. And two, keeping an eye on the living star. He is dead set focused on that thing's safety after he saw it. After Mercer collects what he collects, he goes and he tries to discern what is in the cauldron. Okay. I'm going to move this over to here so you guys have full range of this room. So he comes over to here. Um, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Can I do a history check instead? To, uh, does... No, this one will have to be investigation because history won't tell you anything about this. Twenty-one. 
Um, 21, as you start to take a closer look at it, um, you start to notice that the bubbling is moving in unusual patterns. And just as you get close enough to start really looking at it, you realize, oh crap, this is an ooze as it smacks you. Oh man! Or tries to. Roll initiative. No, you're not rolling initiative yet. I'm gonna just be ready. Cool. Putting them right here, man. Not good. That's what I got. You're my witness. Mm-hmm. Sweet. It's a 22 to hit you. Does. Oof. <clears throat> oh, these things are uh, way nastier than I thought they were going to be. Man. Okay, so initial damage is six points bludgeoning. And 24 points cold damage as this rises up out of the cauldron. At that exact same moment, Celine, Zabak, and Renestale can all give me uh, per, uh, perception checks. Oh, well, okay. Hold on. Because this other part happens while Mercer is investigating the culprit. I wasted a good initiative roll, but okay. Um, you can that... keep your initiative roll. Roll oh. a different d20. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got another d20. Not it right there. No, that's Esther's d20. Oh, okay. Alright, so perception you say. Mm-hmm. I need to use this one from the cheap set more. Okay, Zabak got 18. And 18. Esther got. No, Esther's not. Esther wasn't part of it. It was oh, Zabak, okay. Celine, and Renaissance. 20. Uh, well, 20. Zabak got an 18. So okay, no. so. The both of you plus Renestale start to hear something as you all three look up. Oh, and no. you see a red ooze start to drip from the oh, ceiling. Oh no. And land right here. Oh boys, we got to go. Now it's initiative. We've got to go. This is you also bad. you also hear it go, Bad touch! <laughs> <laughs> as that hits him, because that really hurt him. Oof. And we haven't rested since the last encounter. Nope. So. Not yet. This is bad. So, he, as he sits there, and he, like I said, he screams, bad touch. He's like, Celine, I need healing now. <laughs> Celine. Celine. <laughs> Does he say it like that, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lord. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that hit was almost half of Mercer's hit points. Isaac. Here's the weird part, okay? This is the weird part. So each of these encounters are marked as either easy, medium, hard, or deadly. This is a deadly. No, this one's marked as uh, hard. Okay. And the room over here with the clay column was marked as hard. No, that was easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This one was marked as hard. That was easy for you guys. This is marked as hard as well. Man. To me, 
Yeah. Well, the <laughs> fact that it just Molly walked in you. one in one attack, which wasn't even a critical hit, took thirty points of damage. That that's over half of Mercer's health. Yeah, that's not hit. good. Is it like your max health right now, like forty-seven or no, something? No, fifty-one. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. But still, not good. And he already had nine points of damage from a, a previous yeah thing. So okay, I've got three rolls to make here real quick for initiative. So give me just a moment. Three. You've got two oozes plus I'm rolling for Renestale. So oh, yeah, right. three. Okay, never mind. No surprise, Renestale is actually an ooze. <laughs> he always seemed like a pretty slimy one to me. Exactly. Swamp Womp. That joke is bad. I love it. I'm hilarious. Renestale. Of course. Alright. What did uh, Zabak get? Zabak! My guy got a dirt 20. Okay. Celine? Uh, 17. Mercer? Uh, 18. And Esther? 21. Alright, so Esther's gonna go first, followed by <laughs> back, uh, followed by Mercer, then Celine, then it'll be Rena Stale, and then who's number two, and who's number one. Alright. Alright, so Esther, what are you doing? What do you think I'm doing? I pick up all my D fours. <laughs> <laughs> Magic missile. At which level. one? Um, I think I'm gonna. I, am I in the dead middle there? Yeah. With focus fire. Yeah, I'm just gonna go for Mr. Red Boy because okay. he's right behind the back. <sighs> Do I re-roll that yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, Please be good. Why did you need to re-roll it? Stuck on the edge. Yeah, oh, it was okay. stuck in a corner. Just catawampus. Twenty points of damage. You fire all those missiles. Boom, 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 boom. At red. Nothing happens. I'm out. Uh, it's Zabak's turn. All right, I think you can catch me off guard, you wanker. She whirls on the red one. With rage blazing in her eyes. How do you like that? That's a new one. I just came up with that. Is that good? Well played. Well nice. Played. <laughs> oh my god. Really good damage. I have seen God. Did you roll damage before rolling an attack roll? I sure did, and I really hope I don't miss because I'm about to attack recklessly to make sure I hit with that. Thank you, God. That's going to be 19 to hit. That's a hit. I guess it is. Twenty-eight points of damage, six of which are shock. Okay. <laughs> what happens, big man? Bad things. Oh no, I've made a mistake. So first off, none of the damage hurts it. Oh frick. And this pudding splits into two. Oh crap! I've made a mistake. So now she's um, got it. She's got it for her second attack. Oh crap! She. 
This is the dumbest thing I've ever had the back to. Here's the funny thing. When I read that, it said subjected to lightning or slashing damage. <laughs> I'm just like, she did both. Oh, wow. No, the jawbone is what? Lightning. Well, no, I know it's lightning, but it's and bludgeoning. Slashing. It's considered it's a jawbone. It's treated like a great sword, and that it's does slashing. slashing. <laughs> You're basically, think of, think of a serrated great sword. That's what that jawbone is. So okay, like you're doing, okay. you are stalling through so, things. Okay, so okay. This, this is an out of game thing. And so what I'm about to do next makes perfect sense. Well, just hang on. This is an out of game thing, and this is also for our listeners because, from what I understand, we now have beginners players starting to listen. Oh, okay. Any type of a weapon that you get in a game, regardless of how it's described, is still going to have the stats of a weapon from, say, the player's handbook or from a different yeah. book that's still a base weapon as far as statistics go. The description of it can be whatever you want. So in the case of the jawbone of Tarkantos, mm -hmm. it's a giant-sized great weapon yeah. that, like he said, looks like a serrated knife. Yeah. It still has the stats of a great sword. That way it's easier to follow with... Thinking what it does, how it works, what it can and can't do, etc. Yeah, because right, so I was, was thinking it was like closer to the very back of the hinge of the jaw, so it was like thick like a club. Mm, no, the first no. thing I honestly thought of was that dagger that Dean had when he got the mark of Cain mm -hmm. and had this dagger that could literally kill anything. Right. So anyway, what is the second thing that Zabak is doing? Swimmers everywhere recoil when they hear the word cannonball, and she's gonna body slam who's number one. Oh, <laughs> that's a twenty-two to hit. You're body slamming it. Mm -hmm, to try to completely obliterate it. Okay, uh, that's going to be a hit. And what do I even roll for that? I'd be treated like an unarmed strike, so... Um, so it's just... It's your, it's one plus strength modifier because you're not proficient in unarmed. Yeah. Oh, no. So... <laughs> six points of damage. But I'm trying to splat it. Right. And in the midst of doing that, you splat it. It doesn't seem to be affected by it. You take four points of fire damage. Man... Alright, that's some crap. You just suck. The other thing you notice is that when you like roll away from it after doing that, none of it is only when you made contact with it did it burn you. None of the ooze went with you. It didn't like stick to you or anything. It all Good. stayed in its form. Good. Alright, so that's Zabak's turn. Yeah. Mercer's turn. Mercer disengages. <laughs> oh, I saw that happening. <laughs> Why am I not He's surprised? like, peace out. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Not a vibe, man. Not a vibe. Well, yeah, he's going to be like right along the edge of that shelf. Okay. He still has his force cannon, just to clarify, because it hasn't been an hour since yep. he created it. Yep, so he's going to sit there and uh, bonus action, he's going to try to keep that thing away from him. The ominous kicking is still going on, so you are at disadvantage for your attacks. Uh, okay, that's going to be a 16 to hit. 
That, which one are you hitting? Blue. The one that smacked you? Okay, that is a hit. For nine points of force damage. Nothing happens. Does it, does it appear to be immune to the force damage? Yes. It's the exact same way as when she launched... I bet you fireworks on this thing. Because it has a very icy touch. Alright, man, let's do this! So that was Mercer's turn. It is now Celine's turn. Celine is going to move up to Mercer. And uh, cast uh, Cure Wounds as a second level spell. So, what? Five, ten, right here at yep. the edge of that table. Yes. So he gets twelve hit points back from that, and she's going to. Bonus action, healing word. That is a first level spell. This doesn't actually change anything. I'm just doing that with this real quick. That looks a little better. Okay. All right. Um, that was Celine. Yes. And I will be back in a moment. All right. It is now Renestale's turn. Finally. <sighs> Renestale kind of takes a look at this and goes, um, crap, 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 um, I, uh, not, not to seem like I'm chickening out, but... There's other directions for us to go, so I'm going to try to keep Barrel safe because you guys are way stronger than I am. So Fair he enough. is going. So he is because he has one right there in front of him, and after seeing it get slashed and split, he disengages, moves through the back's space, past Barrel, and tells Barrel, "Buddy, you're going to want to stay close by me. I will keep you safe." And he and Beryl switch spots as he makes a point of staying between the oozes and the turtle. Well, I'm ready back right then and there, can see that Renestale is very sincere about wanting to keep uh, Beryl safe as much as possible. So as Renestale does that, I mentioned to him, I have a chain he can use. If he so desires. Oh, with him, Beryl. A chain. All right. Yeah, one of the far-off chains. I have two of them. That's what he has is a far-off chain. 
He's a far off too. Well, yeah, but it's ranged and bludgeoning, so. Well, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. So he could probably try doing something with that. You're going to have to toss it over here because I can't. I'm kind of cut off from this thing. You don't have one? I have a slashing one. Got it. And with that, it is the ooze's turns. Crap. So ooze number two, which um, one, two, is the one that was fighting the back. Which is now two different oozes that's fighting the back. But they are smaller, correct? They went from medium size to small size. Okay. So they're about the same size as Mercer is right now. That being said, there's two of them. This is bad news, man. Um, and they are each going to try to take a shot at... Uh, Um, quick question. Yeah. For Mercer, is his oh. scale mail magical? No. Okay. It's when, mithril. When it got, it's indestructible. That's correct. You're right. You're right. Okay. So, in a way, it's magical without actually being magical yep. in this case. That's okay. actually why he had the armor crafted. <laughs> nice. Okay. He learned his lesson the hard way from early on in the game. So... So, first attack from the first ooze is going to miss horribly. Ah. Second one is going to hit with a 20. Oof, yeah. And Esther, or not Esther, the back is going to take an initial, oh, ouch, max damage of nine points bludgeoning. Oh, man. Yes. Followed by... Oh, you're, you're in a lot of luck right now. Yeah, I know, right? 14 points fire damage. Jeez, man. Yeah, these little boogers are nasty. Especially when you especially when you split them into pieces. Shut up, man. <laughs> and then it's this other one's turn. And it slivers itself out of the cauldron and moves up 5, 10, 15, 20. And takes another swing at Mercer, because he's the closest target. And misses with a 9. <laughs> <laughs> you are very thankful for that. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's possible that if he hit me again like he did, he would take me down. And that puts it up to Esther's turn. Oh man, oh man, oh man, what do we do, what do we do? Okay, so we just, we've discerned that the blue one is susceptible to I'm assuming fire. it's fire. Alright. Uh, man, I don't usually do this, but fireball! At the blue guy? Yeah. Okay. Oh! No. A three ain't gonna do anything. Yeah, I don't even remember what to add well, to it. Well, hold on. Um... Your attack for your spells is your charisma modifier plus your proficiency. So three, six, plus whatever your charisma modifier is. Nine. Nine. So you rolled a nine to hit. Eleven. Eleven. Oh, oh, oh. No, okay. it's yeah. Three, nine six, nine. You hit. These things are not hard to hit hmm. at all. Oh. Two, two d ten. Nice. Okay. 
10, 9 points of fire damage. Total? Well, we 9 on that one. So what was this one? Oh, 9! I thought it was a 6. 9 to 12 points. Total? Yeah. Blast it. Ah! Nothing happens. Ah, crap! Esther's, uh... Esther doesn't know what to do. Ah. I don't know what to do. She backs up a step. Just to kind of get away from it. Um, yeah, that's not... No. So that was Esther's turn. What, what did Esther do after she shot the fireball? Just back up five feet. Oh, just backed up five feet. Yeah. I'm aware of my creaky chair. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And she is aware that there are two other oozes behind her, too. Yeah, she's trying to stay equally distant from both, okay. all three of them. So it's Zabak's turn. All right. Um... Warhammer, yeah, I could use that. So, grabs her warhammer, just drops the jawbone, grabs the warhammer out. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna pick that jawbone up as soon as that, as soon as that the battle is over. Just saying that now. Just okay. pick it up when the battle's done. Okay, and she, for her first attack, she's gonna swing at number one. It's a 14. So 21 to hit. That hits. Yes, it does. And more emotion. <gasps> I'm gonna try something. <sighs> Don't know if this is gonna work. D8. Okay. Or this could just make it all that much worse. D8 plus 5? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, max damage. 13. No, it should be more than that. Well, what exactly are you rolling? I'm rolling for my Warhammer. Right. It's a D8 plus 5, but I feel like it should be plus more than that. Well, for a standard weapon, the max you can get is a plus 5 okay. from any of your attributes, because your attributes can't exceed 20. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, then, then yeah. That's okay. uh, 13 points, then. Okay. Smush. So, one, that doesn't do anything. Oh, uh, what? Two, I have a question. Oh, is no. that hammer magical? No. And it takes a minus one penalty to damage rolls. Forever? Permanent and cumulative minus one penalty to damage rolls. Oh crap. Guys, I think it's time to leave. I'm gonna try something. Well, that was Zabak's first attack? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's just gonna try to stomp it. None of this is working. Hold on, what else have I got? How tall is the ceiling? Um, I need to know. Yeah, give me a second. Features, ceilings are, in the rooms, are 20 feet high and 8 feet wide. What does chromatic orb do? Hmm? What does chromatic orb do? It's, it's a spell that does some sort of elemental damage, but I think um, you choose the uh, elemental. You grow a four-inch diameter sphere of energy at a creature that you can see within range. You choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, thunder for the type of your orb. 
and then you make a ranged spell attack, and it does, if it hits, it does 3d8 damage of the damage you chose. What damage should I throw at it? At this point, I don't know. We know cold didn't work. Most likely, be it that fire doesn't work. Um, Thunder? Force didn't work. Force, yeah, force. Well, you can't throw force. It's just acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison. Acid, then. Acid. Ah, crap. Grabs the chromatic, the whatever this thing is. That an odd kite-shaped glass shard. And it says, do the thing! And chromatic orb. It's a 17 plus something to hit. Because I gotta throw it at the thing. No, you don't throw the orb. It just does the spell. Oh, well then... It's just like using your arcane that. focus to cast the spell. Okay, so... And this is the bag, so she, she rolled a 17. Okay. Um, acid. And one it's, it, because it's... It's one of those items from the arcanum. Yeah. And it's just as if you cast the spell, so you had your spell casting modifier. Oh, which... Uh, what is... What would the bag even be? Because she's, she's a barbarian. Um... That was all done via. It's probably just a straight roll because. Well, no, it's it's treat treat her with her current stats as if she was a wizard and go based off of whatever attribute wizards. Intellect. So add your intellect modifier. Dirty twenty. Okay, so that hits. Um, acid damage. What do I roll for damage? It's three d eight. Yeah, it is, buddy. Are you sure you're grabbing your d eights? Yeah. No, it's a d ten in your hand. Getting him out of the way, fool. Uh-huh. Getting sure, him out of the way, fool. Sure. I love my caltrops. I'm this is why we created a t-shirt on the back of it says, that's D8. That's a D8. <laughs> here I go, here I go. Oh god, please. Well, that's not too bad. 13 points acid. Uh nothing happens. Frick! Now roll me a D20. Oh shit. Just a straight D20. Oh, I don't like this. I'm tired, boss. That's gonna be a natural 20. It is. <clears throat> Give me a sec. Oh no. I'm scared now. I get a feeling he already knows what's about to happen. Oh no, this is bad. I swear to God, if another thing shows up. Oh my God. Please no. Please no. I don't like it here anymore. <laughs> Man, I want to go home. Hey. Where are you? There you are. Do 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 do. Now, who was it that cast that? That was the back. His back becomes frightened of Renestale until the end ah! of the next turn. Oh no! Peril, get back here! Get away from that man! <laughs> Stranger danger, Peril! That was the back? Yeah. Alright, Mercer. She, but she's got to get away from Renestale now. Blue needs to give me a... Uh... Man, this is bad. Again. Hmm? I'm, I'm trying something real quick. Oops. 
Constitution saving throw. Heck yeah. All right. It's a 19. Dang it. <sighs> Nothing happens. Dang. Sorry. <laughs> Um, that bonus action, try to shoot this pudding in front of me. Yeah, man. For ooze, actually, or whatever the heck it is. With your force cannon? Yep. That's going to be a 20 to hit. That's a hit. Heck yeah. Five points of force damage and it's moved five feet away from me. Yeah, buddy. Nothing happens. It still should get moved, doesn't it? No. I mean, it still it, it doesn't take any damage, but the movement still should happen. No. Um, go back and read that. Damage right would apply that it's affected. No. It's not affected. No, it it's, it hits. It just it, it's immune to the damage. It doesn't. Oh. The push okay. should still happen. Yep, you're right. It still pushes it back five feet. And then Mercer flees. Where's he go? He goes five. 10, 15, uh, uh, five, ten. yeah, 15, right there to right diagonally, for, no, other side from Esther. Right here? Yep. Yeah, I see how it is. No, because he's going to disengage next round and go down the corridor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see how it is. <laughs> you just think he's screwing you over? Yeah, pretty much. She knows what it is. She knows what Mercer's like. <laughs> well, if at the very, 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 very beginning of this entire adventure, he did say Mercer's going to do what Mercer does best. And that's Flee! run. Run. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that was Mercer's turn. It is Celine's turn. Uh, yeah, she's going to take the disengage action and 5, 10... 15, 20. Uh, oh, crap. No, she's not going to be able to right at this moment. Too many people. Um, for now, she's going to uh, cast Mage Armor. Okay. And then move 10 feet that way. All right. For the moment. It is Renestale's turn, and between what he's seeing and how nasty it's getting, he looks over at Beryl, and Beryl's like, Ooh. and he goes, buddy, we need to back up just a little bit. Just go a little bit back that way. We'll keep them in on eye, but you need to back up just a little. Meanwhile, Zabak is trying to get Beryl away from Renestale because she's scared of him. And they both back up 5, 10, 15, 20 feet to right here. And Renestale goes, we're going to stay right here. And I'll even put Barrel in front of me so you can keep an eye on him. And they switch spots again. And he just kind of keeps one hand gently rested on Barrel's shell. Uh, back. <clears throat> that is Renestale's turn. It's the oozes again. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> uh, me something out here real quick. Yep, it's going to do this. One of the oozes stays right where it's at. The other one shifts 
to right here. Uh, does the back take an attack of opportunity? Heck on the yeah. Ogres? Ah, she's gonna try to smash it. What? Her warhammer. Okay. Twenty-one to hit. That's a hit. And two d eight. Seven. Did you subtract the one from the uh, penalty it took from hitting it? Oh, that's not my damage. Yeah. Oh, so six. Six. Nothing happens. It now takes a second penalty, so now it's at a minus two on damage rolls. Yes. One of the oozes is going to try to hit Zabak. The other one's going to try to hit Mercer. <laughs> You're looking at me like, um, buddy, you trying to kill us right now? I just, I'm, I'm at a loss for this one, so I, the only thing I know how to do is run away. All right, so the one on Zabak, that is a 15, so that's going to miss. And the one on Mercer. Oh, she. I'm tumbling off the table. Goodbye. I didn't want to be party to this. And that's a 16, so that's going to miss. That does. And then it's the blue one's turn. 5, 10, 15, right to there. And takes a swing at Esther. No. And it misses horribly. Wow. Never rolled so bad before. <laughs> Top of the line, it's Esther's turn. Wait a second. Mage hand! And she's gonna try to grab the little ooze, number one, with her mage hand. Okay. So, okay. grapple? You don't even have to roll for a grapple, you just... This spectral hand comes out and... And pick it up and... No, nope, it doesn't move. It weighs more than five pounds. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh. So you have a hold of it with a mage hand. <laughs> Mercer, catapult the blue one into this red little red one. It can't. It's more than five pounds. Oh. Well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> Esther's gonna disengage and run away. She can't. She already cast Mage Dang Hand. It. Well, she's just gonna run away. Oh, but crap! Don't imply an attack of opportunity. You know that, right? Uh, or yeah. more than one, depending on which way you go. Man, I don't know. I don't know. She's gonna run towards the back. The back, help! Right, which, how are you doing this? Just running straight back here to the back. Yeah, but she's gonna like curve around number one to, and then hopefully curve away from number two so it can't get an attack on her. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, no. Okay. All well, three of them will get an attack of opportunity. All three? Mm-hmm. Yep. The blue one, because uh, you're running away from it. Two can get you right here as well as one can, because they're both adjacent to that square. And you have to go through that square to get past them. Well, here's hoping. I'm gonna go for it. And you're trying to get to right here? Yeah. There's a 5, 10, 15, 20. Okay. So, we'll roll the attacks and then we'll see where you get to. So the blue one swings at you for 19. Oh crap. Yep, yep, yep. Esther's gonna die. Shut up, man. 
Dude, these things hit like a Mack truck. Remember, 30 points of damage to Mercer. You take minimum base bludgeoning damage for four points. Okay. Fourteen points cold damage. Oh shit! So you get away from the cold one. You get to here, and then number one is going to take its attack on you. Wait, 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 wait! Those first two were just the blue one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I only swung once for the blue one. He did all of that as damage for that one hit. You yeah. only get one attack. So he did four, and then another 15? The yeah. four was bludgeoning. The other mm. 15 was cold. So you take 19 points of damage alone from the first one, and you're running past two others, which, again, mm. hit like Mack trucks. Can I retcon this? Not at this point. You already let me go through with the first round of damage. She skids to a halt. Oh, crap! Between Mercer and Sling. And there is nothing anybody can do at this point for you. <laughs> so you're going to stop here instead? Mm-hmm. Okay, I will let you do that. You I mean, still... she can stop right where she's at, because she doesn't provoke, provoke an attack of opportunity right where she's at. Okay. Yeah. I'll she, get is, to she, is, she is within range of both of them. I'm hurt okay. bad, man. All right, so that was Esther's turn. Mm-hmm. So back. What's Zabak doing? Well, I don't know. I don't know what I can do. Well, worst case scenario is you can disengage and run away. I'm gonna have to. Follow me, children! Alright, so number two is going to get an attack of opportunity Disengage! Oh, disengage. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, nope. gotcha. 5, 10, 15, 20 to right here. Okay. And... That was the back. Mercer's turn. Mercer is going to... Disengage. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Oh, that's perfect. So we left the bard and the sorceress behind to <laughs> deal with these things. I got a plan. Don't worry. Right. Is he doing anything else? Uh, I don't think. I mean, he may be able to see that one with maybe like half cover. Just barely on the... Well, no, the corners. From where it's... I mean, even if I put it right up to the edge right here. Yeah, you can see it from there. Yeah, you'd be able to see it from there. Because I can see it lined up and that wall's not even... Well, then he's going to just... Doesn't know what else to do. He's going to bonus action force cannon it. That's going to be a 17 to hit. That's a hit. 11 points force damage and it's pushed 5 feet. So, so splat right up against the wall. <laughs> oh. 
Alright. Um, so that's Mercer's turn. It is Celine's turn. Are you panicked yet? I'm panicked. Uh, disengage. 5, 10, 15, 20. Because she can't move any further because everyone's decided to block the freaking hallway. <laughs> Which means Esther ain't going nowhere. Um, yes, she is. Huh? Don't worry about it, man. Okay. Oh, I know. And <laughs> you know what's up. I do now. I just realized it. Um, and then she's going to, as a bonus action, healing words, level one, to Esther. Oh, heck yeah, man. So you gain back eight hit points. Thank you. <laughs> and she goes, I hope you survive. Me too. <laughs> as she, like, runs past you. All right. Um, that was Celine. Renestale's turn. He goes, all right, all right, hang on a minute. 5, 10, 15, 20. Keep going. That's as far as I can get. Dash. That's as far as I can. There's a door right here. See if it opens. You can't do uh, that. Okay, well, give me a moment here to see what room that is. We don't have a choice. That is 12. Tell Renestale to try to go into this other room. Yeah. Alright, so he pops open the door, steps into here, and after a few seconds, he goes, Mercer, you self. A few choice words that we're not going to repeat due to young ears. Um, says, That was a bad idea! If we survive this, you and I are going to have a very interesting conversation. turn. This ooze... Isn't it Esther's turn? No, it was Renestale's turn, and now it's the two oozes. Oh, that's right, because Esther did Mage Hand. Yeah. This one is going to back up 15, 20 to right there. While these two are both going to try to take a swing at Esther while she's still right oh, no. there. So, first one swings at you, misses. Thank God. Second one swings at you. Fourteen. Oh no. What's your AC? Sixteen, homie. Um. So both of them missed you then. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's their turn. It is your turn now. Esther's turn. Mm-hmm. I go into the astral plane. Want to be Zebek's turn? Because they are the uh, they go last. Esther's always been the first one in the list. Yeah. And both the of the oh. went. So yeah, it's Esther's okay. turn. Okay. Yeah. 
She goes into the astral plane. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on. Beryl, being an astral creature, mm -hmm. if one is shifted into the astral plane, could one potentially hear Beryl calling for them? Oh. Ah, shit. Well, I'll risk it for the biscuit. I shift into the astral plane. Okay. Aha! I can't touch this. Da, 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 da. I can't touch this. Alright, so give me an intelligence check real quick. Oh, God. With your proficiency. Oh, no. Ooh, 16. You recall from the last time you did this mm -hmm. that when you returned to the material plane. You're in the exact same place. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's fine. I'm okay. Just, okay, okay. I end my turn. I'm in the astral plane. They can't touch me. Alright, so we're gonna pull you off of here. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Leave my my bottle cap there. And take the figure out. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Barrel call for me! And bloop! Not knowing that it's not gonna work. Okay, so what were you trying to do? Get away from them and be. Because I'm the back of the line. Uh -huh. They're going to be able to hit me no matter what. I'm hoping that they're going to chase after my friends in a few rounds after I have chugged a healing potion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it is Zabak's turn. What's Zabak doing? Let's go! And she runs towards Beryl. So 5, 10, 15, 20. To right here, or does she go mm -hmm. past Beryl? Mm. Whoa! Can I scoop barrel up and finish my movement? Yeah. Fine. So you want to go all 40 feet into here? Come on, barrel! Yeah. It's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Mm -hmm. You got one of three spots to go if you want to go your full 40. Mm, right there is fine. I'll just go okay. to 35. Alright. And then we'll put barrel right here. Alright, so is that all she's doing? Mm hmm. Mercer? Dashing. So 50 feet. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Yep. And Celine's doing the same thing. So up to 60 feet. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Yep. Right next to him. All right. And she, then she sits there and goes, shut the doors, the back. Okay, so effectively, you guys are out of combat now, as you have gone into a completely different room. Um, what about Esther? Yeah, what's Esther doing? She's on the astral plane. She's going to drink her t healing potion. Mm-hmm. Her standard healing potion. 2D4 plus 2. Oh, please be good. Please be good. Please be good. Mama needs a lot of HP. Not bad. Eight points I gained back. So, hey! I'm almost fully healed. Nice. And I'm gonna hang out for a couple more rounds. Okay. So, unless she's gonna do something specific, Alright, then just focus on Zabak for now. Okay. 
Um, as you guys go into this room, a large tapestry of a beautiful red dragon hangs prominently on the wall in this room, and an enormous tiled mosaic of a green dragon covers the floor. The bookcases are dedicated to the greater understanding of dragon kind, with several cabinets filled with scrolls detailing encounters with dragons. In addition to books, the shelves hold a polished dragon skull and a preserved dragon heart in a glass bell jar. An enormous, elaborately carved bas-relief depicts the nearly life-sized scene of a dragon attack on the wall, on the north wall. There is no other exit from this room. And as you guys all come in here... You see... side of the room, standing right here, a bunch of papers foiled together in the shape of a dragon. At that, when Mercer came running in, Renestale goes, yeah, that happened when I came in here. So, good job telling me to come into here, buddy. Oh, crap. He looks directly at him and goes... You go deal with the uses. Now. I'm dead serious. Alright, so he... Walks back out to here. That's as far as he can go for that round. So, you guys get one round before you end up going into initiative with this thing. Mean no harm at the moment? He's gonna try to reason with it. Yep. I feel like that's not gonna work. Did Celine notice the door running past it in right the... Here. No, over here. That. Over here? Yep. Uh, you didn't say anything, so I'm gonna say no. Because it does respond to Mercer saying no attack or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he right at this moment, he literally just like, I mean no harm at the moment. And he takes the dodge action. Response to Mercer, it roars loudly. 
and I need a con saving throw from Celine, Mercer, and Zabak. Magic? Um, it was a what saving throw? Technically, yeah, because this, this thing is made of magic. A constitution saving throw. Oh. Well, how's a nine? Ah, dang, it's Christmas. Please tell me I'm not going to... Please don't tell me I'm going to die. On a nine? Yeah. Nine fails. I, well, I mean, I know that, but... And it was a what saving throw again? A constitution saving throw. Uh, Mercer nailed it with a 24. Okay, Mercer is fine. Ooh, Celine did decent. With a 17. That makes it. And obviously, Feral uh, is completely unaffected. Yeah. Um, back. Oh, no. Can't use reactions. Oh, her crap. speed is cut in half. Oh, crap. And she can't make more than one attack on her turns. In addition, you can okay. either you can use either an action or a bonus action on your turn, but not both. This effect is going to last for the next minute. You have hobbled me, sir. And you're allowed to repeat those saving throws at the end of each of your turns, at which point the effect ends if you succeed. The disrespect. The dis- what? How dare you disrespect me in this way. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> and that opens up initiative in this room. I hate this. Sling. Mercer. Of course. So I am going to write up the second round of these. All my good rolls are gone. I, I, right now I am stuck. I'm not going, I'm going to put a spot for Esther, but I'm not going to include Esther here because she's technically not even in the material plane. Yeah, right I now. didn't even roll for her, so it's fine. Does this thing look like hardy? Uh, it looks like a bunch of paper just funneled together. So it didn't do anything after I said that, other than roar at us. And do that, that breath attack thing that you guys made the save for. Okay, so it did attack us. Yeah. Gosh dang it. Alright, what did Zabak get? Man, I don't even want to tell you. It's just a 7. Celine? Uh, 13. Mercer? 16. Uh, Esther, I'm not going to have to do anything. And those two all got theirs. So, so uh, Esther is going to be dead last if she comes back. Um, Renestale will be the first one to go, followed by Mercer, then Celine, then this dragon-looking creature, and finally Zabak. So Renestale is, and he's only part of the initiative because he's He's got to have, there's got to be a moment in, in the whole mm-hmm. thing where he gets to do something. So, 10, 15, 20, 25, and stops right here. Um, Ranastel, can you see Esther? Where is she? Uh, Zabak 
Celine and well, Zabak not really, but Celine and Mercer can give me perception checks if they want to hear Renestale. Oh yeah, Celine definitely hears, and Mercer maybe. So Mercer with a perception of seventeen, Celine with a uh, twenty-four. Okay. Renestale uh, for a moment goes down to the uh, end of the hallway, looks around, and he goes. I think the oozes are gone. I don't see them anywhere. Seriously, I don't see them. Or look, any sign of them. Look up. Yeah. I don't see any sign of them. Good. Okay, cool. Then get the heck out of Dodge. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.